0: welcome to transparency and truth a safe space for growth seeking women here we reframe the narrative rewrite the story and move from stuck to successful in always for always i am your host to kenya hampton a growth and development coach helping you transform the relationship you have with yourself by releasing self-sabotaging beliefs and negative self-talk while leaving the prison of past mistakes and lessons to embrace the beauty of today and the days ahead. Here, we will have authentic, relatable conversations that include myself and other guests with fresh perspectives, ideas, and ways of doing things. Sometimes in the middle of the struggle, sometimes at the point of overcoming, but always an inspiration. The journey doesn't have a final destination, but we are here for the ride and ready to grow through it and not just go through it. Want to learn more about what we talk about on the show today? You can always meet me over at TakenyaHampson.com. Now let's get into today's show. Hey, hey, everybody. I am here today, and I have um, not only my guest, but my friend, Siobhan Sudbury. She is the community cultivator, keynote interviewer, and podcast host who is extremely passionate about showing women how to grow and flourish from the inside out. Um, Her platform, I'm sure many of you already have heard of it before, the Be Free Project, is a call for women to remind them who they are, and to live life on their own terms. So Siobhan, I just want to say hey, hey, and welcome. Hey. And we are going to jump right into it. Yeah, so I was just telling you how excited I was because at the thought of talking about friendship, like it only made sense to talk to you about this um, because that is something that you have been really, really, really big and intentional on um, particularly in the last, I want to say, two years, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, just out of some some of your own personal experiences and things like that. So, if you could start off just by telling us about the Be Free project and then your Be Free Inner Circle platform and who that's for, what it is that you do there, and who you are trying to serve, let's talk. Let's start our conversation up there.
1: Yeah, that's great. So, I call myself a community cultivator because I'm all things community. And the Be Free Project is a space where I get to do what I love by impacting women all over the world and really teaching them what it means to show up for themselves and do the work. And so, many of the people that come into my space, they're more than likely in the beginning or a little bit past the beginning of their personal growth journey. And so, I too have a podcast called the Be Free Project Podcast. Um, I am a speaker. And then also (laughs) I have Inner Circle, which is a community space. It's a membership site where women find their forever friends, but they also get coaching, mentorship and accountability um, to do the personal growth work. And so what I love about it is that it's literally women all over the world who are not only showing up for themselves, but they're showing up for one another. And I get to watch their lives like unfold and I get to be a part of that Um, whether they are setting healthy boundaries in their life, they're finally pursuing this dream, entering a new relationship, what have you, I get to be a part of their lives changing and it just warms all the pieces of my heart.
0: I love that. So um, I think, and you tell me if I'm wrong on this, but this is just my assumption. I think that the inner circle kind of started for you um, when you had the Be Free Project group on Facebook Mm -hmm. and then you intentionally... um, moved it off of Facebook and onto a different platform to kind of like get the noise out and to also allow yourself to be more present in the group. Is that... Yeah, it's, it's kind of very
1: happened. fair. Yeah, because I had the Facebook group. I think it was almost, if not a little bit over 2,000 women in there. And it was an amazing community. But what I was learning is that, and you know, there's so many people in Facebook groups and you can get mm-hmm. lost in the thoughts. And so I was showing up and showing up in the engagement that I desired, the life changing that I wanted to see, I was not seeing. And I said, okay, I'm not going to keep putting all this effort and energy um, for a small percentage of people that are showing up let me move this to a platform where the people who are ready to invest in their personal growth journey they can do that and so that's when i launched the be free inner circle and i believe it'll be three years old in june if i'm not mistaken i believe yeah. i in 2018 if i'm not mistaken that sounds
0: all right
1: yeah um, yeah which is mind blowing because now it's in a space where I am crystal clear. You know how when you start something, you're trying to figure out your way, like how is how do I want to show up? And now it is absolutely perfect. Like, and I know it's perfect because I'm attracting the exact type of person who is ready to do the work and show up for herself.
0: That's amazing. That's awesome. I really love that. And I asked that question because it speaks to your intentionality with um, how you go about finding your people that you are meant to help. And I wanted to kind of transition into talking about how people can also model that same type of intentionality in finding their people, not necessarily like in a service such as yours or whatever, but just in general in their life. I feel like so many people are leading. um, We have hundreds of Facebook friends. But we don't have five solid friends that we can call when we really, really, really need somebody to be there that we know will pick up on the other side of the phone. Right. Mm -hmm. And I know for you both with the inner circle and then in your own personal life, that's something that you have been really doing the work around. So how do you what do you suggest to somebody who's in that space of being
1: like, I need to be more intentional with my connections and my friendships? That's a great question. I will say. I want to kind of go back a little bit because I get asked this question, like, you know, why friendship? Like, why is that so important to you? And I don't know if it's because I'm an only child, um, but I've always valued friendship. And even when I started Be Free Project, when I got laid off from my job, it wasn't just for myself. It's like, oh, how can I help other people? Because I know Mm -hmm. there's women out there that feel stuck, that feel unfulfilled. So even though I wasn't using the term community in the beginning, even though I wasn't calling myself a community cultivator, I've been doing that since the beginning. You started
0: out doing that, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, was- I remember when you got started and you started building a community, whether that was your intention at the time or not, like you were a community
1: cultivator. That's that's yeah. spot on for you. But that's why it's so like when you hear it now, you're like, oh yeah, that makes perfect sense. I know exactly what you're doing. I know why friendship is so important to you because to your point, from the very beginning of time... And Even having my in person events, it's like, how can I bring women together? Like, that was always a thing, but the intention wasn't there. But how everything has flowed over time makes perfect sense. And so, I honestly feel like every woman needs friends, and specifically, Mm -hmm. and I don't want to be race specific, but because we're black women, there you see so much negative talk. Like, I saw this post yesterday on the ground, like, um as you grow, you don't need real friends or the more successful you get, you don't need real people or some crap like that. And I'm like, that's kind of backwards.
0: That's so <laughs> backwards. Like, that think, way backwards.
1: It was, and I'm like, I a thousand percent disagree with this. Like I feel that naturally we as human beings long for connection. We long for belonging. So you need friends, you need, people and not just any kind of friend because you know you need the right right kind of people around you that will be supportive and so I I value friendship so much and I forgot your question. Tell me your question because I'm like what I want to make sure I answer you.
0: No, you are going right along on that. Okay. It was just like what do you recommend like for people trying to find their their true friends? How do people do the work to do that? Because sometimes I and I'll tell you why I asked that question for me. Um, a long time, you I, I would hold on to friendships because it's like, oh, they've been my friend for so long. Yeah. But sometimes we kind of grow and shift and life changes and the friendship starts to feel really lonely or not like it used to be. And um, then as an adult, it's harder to make new friends because like really, where do you go to make new friends? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so if it's not something that you, especially as an adult in art at our age, intentionally set out to do, you can very easily end up in a lonely space without having found your people. So my question again, is just really, how do you go about finding your people? Like what, what does intentionally finding friends look like?
1: So I will say the very first thing, and I just created this guidebook, um, is the how-to guide to finding your forever friends. And so the very first step that I say in there is that you have to learn how to be a friend to yourself first. And I think that that is a step that is missing because women want these amazing friendships, but yet- are you showing up for yourself the same way that you want people to show or your friends to show up for you? And so I'll give an example. Um, and you know, about this, like I had a friendship breakup, and this is going to give you, this is going to answer the question. Um, and when I went through that friendship breakup, I had, I mean, it was a 25 year friendship that I, you couldn't have told me that anything was going to change with that. And when I realized that the, we weren't going anywhere and that that friendship was like going getting to an end in december of 2019 i took time out and i wrote down exactly what i wanted in a friend and Mm -hmm. i have pages and pages in my journal um and at the very top of the page it says what do i need in a friend and i just just wrote my little heart out and then i meditated on it for a little bit and i'm like yeah this is everything that i want this is everything that i need in a friend and so i didn't know at the time that i was manifesting what I wanted. And oftentimes, Mm -hmm. women want these amazing friendships. But just like in a romantic partnership, you have to be very clear about what you want. Um, And Mm -hmm. so once I made that list and got very clear, I would say January of 2020, I attracted exactly what was on that list. And so I was able to nurture the other friendships that I had that these women have been in my life for a very long time. But then also these new friendships that I made over the last year, they were in perfect alignment to what I wrote down. So I feel like the very first thing that women need to learn how to be a better friend to yourself first, you know, take yourself out on dates Buy yourself flowers, be comfortable with your own presence um, and all the things that you will want to do with the friends. Start doing that just with yourself, because when you attract the right friends, they will be addition to your. There'll be an addition to your life. They won't be mm. someone that will be all. And I will say pre this friendship breakup, my friends were my life. Like I would stop the world. Mm. From them. And that was because I had codependent issues, I didn't trust myself, um, I had my own insecurities around a number of different things, but it took me getting out of that friendship and grieving it and healing from it to get clear about what I want to now be in such a healthy place. So yes, I can attract amazing women and every single person that I ch- I have in my life, like I have consciously chosen them to be a part um, of my life and they're amazing friends. And so I think getting clear about what you want and then trust that what you want, that you write down, you're going to get just that over time.
0: And that is not asking for too much either.
1: No. I remember
0: when you were on this journey, like when you first set out on this journey, um, I remember getting a text message from you as well about and I don't know if you even remember sending out these text messages, but you sent out a message and said, you know, um, I'm at a space where I'm really trying to figure out what I want in my friendships and how I can show up better in my friendships. And you asked, how can I be a better friend to you? And so it wasn't, I imagine now that you're saying that you did this stuff for your own self, I imagine that was like the next step for you was like, okay, I need to determine what I actually want in friendships and I need to learn how to be a friend to my my own self. Mm -hmm. But then also the people that I do consider to be friends I need to kind of check in with them and be a little more intentional to be sure that I'm being the kind of friend that they need because exactly. what I need could be totally different from what they need from me. Exactly. So that yeah. was just, I remember when I got that message, I didn't even know how to respond to you because I looked at it <laughs> and I was like, damn, this is deep.
1: because <laughs> yes, right, you're not the only person, right? So I sent that, I think I sent it at the top of last year, if I'm not mistaken. It was, um, yep, it was like It last was year. early, like, and I, and the, because I'm very intentional with my friendship. So it's like, how can I support you? And I was very grateful that everyone that responded, they said, keep being the way that you are, right? And I'm like, oh, okay. If what if The way that I'm showing up now is great. That is amazing. But if there's room for me to grow, like if there's something else that you need from me, I'm glad that I was able to ask the question. So then that way, you know, and I would love for you to ask me the same question too, because you can't just make this assumption that everything is perfect and you're showing up for your friends in the right way. I think it's very important to know what your friend's love language is because I could be showing up and giving you all these words of affirmation and you really want quality time. But had I never Mm -hmm. asked you what you need as a friend, Then now we're just going through the motions. And then if something falls apart like they do, then we've never understood each other and knowing what the other person needs or how they need to be loved, you know. So the thing that I love about that is, again, the
0: intentionality of it, like you have to be intentional because. Otherwise, what you get is just whatever is given to you, like you didn't ask for it. So it's like when you don't ask the question, the answer is already no, right? It's Mm -hmm. the same kind of thing. Like if you have crappy friends, it's because you haven't taken the time to determine what you really need in a friend. Mm -hmm. Um, But the other piece of it that you spoke on was like knowing your friend's love language and things like that. And when we hear about love languages, typically it's referencing used in terms of romantic relationships. Mm -hmm. But this, what you're saying, proves the point of what I have said before is that friendships or any relationship, whether it's like a parent-child relationship, a friendship, a romantic relationship, they require work. Yes. It's not something that you can just exist in and expect it to flourish. Like your garden is not going to be weed free if you don't get out there and get on your knees in the garden every now and again. You know what I'm saying? And it's the same thing in your relationships. So I love that you speak to that part of it, because sometimes people will just chalk up what could be an amazing friendship because it's like, oh, they doing too much or they asking for too much or whatever else. And maybe if that's how that person feels, that's just not your people. Mm-hmm. But also understanding for that person that says that, it's not that they're doing too much. Is that a relationship actually takes work, any relationship worth having. Mm-hmm. So what do you do? You have anything you want to add to that? Yes, oh, here Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yes, I think like (laughs) friendships, that is an investment, and you have to prioritize your friendships. And you can't just, like, to your point, like with the garden, you have to water, you have to change the soil, all these different things. The same thing you have to do with your friendship, you have to check Mm -hmm. in and say, Are we good? Is there something that you need more of? And I don't think that people are prioritizing friendships, but yet they want them or they can see where there are certain friends that they have outgrown, but they're still carrying them along. And it's like, we all go through different seasons in our life. And to what I believe is that people will be in your life for a season, a reason, or a lifetime. And I've had seasonal relationships that I didn't know were seasonal, but I know now. And then now I look at my friendships, I'm like every single woman in my life now, they are um, forever friends. Like They're in my life for the long haul. And so because of that, I'm going to show up and I'm going to show you love. If we have a difference of opinion or some type of disagreement, we're going to have a healthy conversation about it because I value friendships so much and because My friends are amazing. Like I, I'm just so blown away of every single person. Like they just add so much value to my life and I want you here. And something that you said earlier, as it relates to why I am so passionate about this work, I even done research. So it's not like I'm just talking based on my the own. side of
0: your neck. Yeah.
1: Yeah, like I've read several books on friendship. I read articles about it. I listen to podcasts because I really want to continue to be a better friend, but then also use the knowledge to teach my community. And so, one of the books that I read called intimacy by Shasta Nelson, which I actually had her on the podcast, and she said every friendship is there's this friendship triangle, and every friendship needs to have it needs to start with positivity then vulnerability and consistency. And then that will make for a healthy friendship. So if you look at the friends that you have in your life, is there the positivity? Is there the consistency? Is there the vulnerability? And then making sure that if one is like, let's just say there's not a lot of consistency, but there's um, a lot of vulnerability, then how do I raise the bar on the consistency so that there's more? Mm -hmm. Um, And I just thought that that reading that book kind of Help me look at things very differently because I'm like, okay, I got to make sure that I'm touching all of these points. Now, consistency—it doesn't mean that we have to talk every day. Like you and I don't talk every day, mm-hmm. but when we talk, we get it in. It's like, oh, okay. we get it in, and then sometimes it will be like, Dad, we've been talking for a long time. Okay, yes. Get done. yes, but that's done. consistency. And then there's other friends I probably hmm. talk to daily, or some people a few times um, a month. It just depends on how things work out. But even with the vulnerability, um, I was telling one of my my best friend. I sent her a voice note earlier this week and I said, I appreciate that you're now being more vulnerable with me. And I can see like certain things that she's sharing with me now, I don't feel like she would have ever shared, but because of there's been some transitions in our friendship as a group, We, our bond has gotten a little bit closer. And so I feel like now there's even more vulnerability in my friendship that wasn't there before. And I just wanted to acknowledge and honor that because I'm like, I see you and I appreciate that and I want more of that. And she's able to see the same in me. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Acknowledging that is a big deal because sometimes especially with something like vulnerability, like vulnerability is like standing there naked. You know what I mean? Like just taking everything off yes. and standing there naked. Mm-hmm. And so when you are vulnerable and to feel like it's not seen or um, like in a personal romantic relationship or in a friendship, when you expose yourself in that way and then it's not really acknowledged or and or reciprocated, it can cause you to kind of like draw back in and yes. stop. Mm-hmm. And so the fact that you acknowledged it meant that, okay, I see what you are doing. I see that you're stepping outside of your comfort zone and peeling back layers with me. And I appreciate it because, and that piece is acknowledging that it's something that you absolutely don't have to do. So mm-hmm. thank you for doing that with me. Yeah. And though my like, people don't understand, like even those small words, like can completely turn around someone's day. Now for me. One of the things that you you do and started doing, um, you know how as a friend, you might just text somebody and be like, hey, mm-hmm. how are you? Mm-hmm. Well, you started mm-hmm. to shift and you don't say, how are you? Mm-hmm. You text and say, how's your heart? Yeah. Or you'll say, how are you feeling? Mm-hmm. And to me again, I was, you always give me pause. That was another one of those times that gave me a pause because first of all, it made me take inventory. Like with that. Exactly. how, how I couldn't respond to that and say fine. No. And I don't, it was, and that's
1: the thing to Kenya, I don't want you to, because right. we pass through people every single day and someone will say, how you doing? Oh, I'm good. And I'm fine. Nine, I'm yeah. You'll say I'm fine or I'm good. But you say that, possibly thinking that the other person doesn't really care. So if I really mm-hmm. took the time and tell you what's going on, do you really want to hear it? I or do. So are you so when I, to
0: shush me or part.
1: whatever? Yeah. Yeah. And so when I say, how's your heart or how are you feeling? I really want to know. And nine times out of 10, when I ask people that, because I don't do it all the time, because I think that they're, mm-hmm. I do it because I'm intuitively led. Right. And, mm-hmm. but nine times out of 10, When I do send that text to friends, they're like, girl, ooh, let me tell you. And they're so so grateful just to release because we keep so much stuff bottled up inside. And I'm like, okay, Mm -hmm. you know, love and light and we'll talk through it. And they'll end up saying, I feel so much better. And then my job is done, you know, not that I have a job, but like, I, I make space. Your purpose for you. I, has been served. Yeah. And I think it. it's I would so important. I wouldn't say your job is done. Yeah. Yeah. It's so important to make space for your friends. And that's why I do that. Yeah.
0: And it's not even just, so sometimes at one point, I know when you would send that message and you were sending it more often for me personally, because you knew I was going through a lot. So like, mm-hmm. I would get that message from you, like at least every week, if not a couple of times a week, mm-hmm. um, because what I was going through. From one day to the other, it was up and down. And then um, you had sent it to me at one point. And I remember when you sent it to me, I was excited to get that message because for for that period, everything had been so up and down. But then when you sent me that message, I felt so good to share all of the good stuff. Mm-hmm. And I sent you a message and I was like, I feel really, really good. And I feel like the best that I have in the last couple of months. And this yes. is going like that, and this is going like that. And it was exciting to not only share that with you, but then to have you there to celebrate it with me because mm-hmm. you sent back your words about it and you reflected on like what that progress looked like Best. from your perspective. Because I had been sharing stuff with you, mm-hmm. and that was just a big deal. Like it's not necessarily that you know so when somebody asks you that is they're asking you to lay down all of your troubles, but sometimes it might be that you want somebody to high five you and whatever yes. is great too because yes. we don't celebrate each other sometimes mm-hmm. too. In part, sometimes because we don't share the good things as much yeah, as we don't share the bad things.
1: Yeah, because people so, don't want to take up space.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You feel like, oh, they don't really care about the fact that I did this or that I accomplished mm-hmm. that or I'm excited about that or my kids did, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And so, again, that's just another one of those intentional pieces. Um, you kind of, well, no, I'm going to go back to that in a minute. You mentioned something. You said you were grieving a friendship.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: I pause on purpose because I don't think people understand that you can really like grieve a friendship, particularly a friendship that is uh, one that's been a part of your life for all of your life or most of your life or whatever. And like you, I also had an experience where I, I lost not one, but two friends like in the same incident. And to this day, I still have, I mean, it's been 10 years now. And to this day, I still have a bit of, um, I don't know what I would even call it, but it'll be just certain moments where like I cry over the friendship Mm -hmm. or I am like excessively journaling about it or like I still have unanswered questions from it. And I play over like what happened to try and figure out like, well, what happened (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. what I mean yeah and I remember in the beginning I felt stupid for that because it was like oh this is just friends it ain't like you know but then me and my husband were talking about it one day he was like what you are feeling is like totally real like these people are a part of your life they have been a part of your life y'all have celebrated together y'all have like all of these memories together and whatever else. And the way that things happen was kind of messed up. And so everything that you feel is real. And he completely validated that mm-hmm. for me. And I just was like, oh, okay. Because before I felt stupid for being so emotionally messed up yeah. behind having lost those friendships or mm-hmm. you know the dynamic of them changing in the way that it did. So um, when you say grieving friendships, I just wanted to kind of point that out because that is a real thing that happens. And it's not, and it's not about a it. dumb thing. It's, it's not, not a dumb about. thing.
1: It's not talked about. And I, yeah, I grieved for a whole year. I grieved that friendship for a whole year. Um, and initially I was like, man, okay, we gonna get back into our rhythm of things. We just got, you know, whatever this is. And I want to point out, and I say this every time I talk about this, Um, there was no drama. There was no fighting. There was nothing ugly. It's just we did not see a situation the same. And it caused the friendship to shift, in my opinion. And when I realized that things weren't getting back to the way that they were, Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, this hurts. Like, this Mm -hmm. really hurts. She was in my life more than half of my life. We've met when we were teenagers, mm-hmm. it was a significant relationship that I looked at her like she was a sister. And when it hit me that and especially, especially being
0: our only child, you said you were our only child. Yes, so and only your child.
1: friendships
0: and sisterhood and things like that. Like... Are
1: everything to me. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. And then at the time I have mother wounds. And so with that, it comes a, a lot comes along with that too, the way that I view relationships, because I'm gonna stay in something a I would stay in something a little bit longer because I don't want to lose you because of I've already lost two parents because they didn't show up for me in the way that they were supposed to. And so when it hit me, I was like, oh, oh, OK. And I, I promise you to Kenya, there were nights when I went to bed crying. I woke up crying. I was very sad. My heart mm-hmm. was literally broken and. I was I remember going into this Facebook group and you know this because I was oh well this kind of when I got to a point of closure but when I went into that Facebook group and I'm like you know how do you get over fr- I can't remember my exact words but something you know bringing closure to a friendship and when the one woman the very first, first post was like you know f them like they f you and I'm like whoa 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 okay and I'm like,
0: that's not how that I. That ain't what down. you were asking. <laughs> that's not even what I was asking. I said, bring this is
1: closure. Closure, <laughs> right? And and this is the thing. I send her love and light to this day. I want mm-hmm. nothing but the best for her. Our season was that season of 25 years, and now it's not anymore. And that's okay. I, but I had to grieve it, and this is a thing too. There's so much talk about romantic relationships and breakups, but nobody talks about the friendship breakup. So you don't know what to do. And to your point, you think, am I dumb? Am I stupid? Is this weird? Why do I feel this way? Because this person right. had a place in your heart. So even if you go to the bookstore and you're looking like or for something like, how do I heal? Everything is about romantic relationships. There's Everything. nothing about friendship. So this is why I am invested in having these conversations As often as I can, so that we can feel so we don't feel like something is wrong with us because we're grieving a friendship. Because you do have to grieve grieve, and you also have to heal. And I did a whole episode on my podcast on how I was able to do this uh, because it definitely was a process. And I can now say that a few days. I can now say that I am such in a healthy place that I am not bothered Um, when I I haven't seen her in person, but when I do, I feel like it would be nothing but love and light. That's the intention that I'm putting out so much so that she showed up in my feed on Instagram the other day. And I was like, I am so happy for her. I'm so happy that she's doing this work that we've talked about forever. And now she's putting herself out there. I'm happy. There was all this celebratory feeling inside. And I'm like, that is how I know that I have grown pre- I don't know, whatever. I would have been like, oh, you know, I would have been hurt, all these other things. But I'm like, no. Mm-hmm. But I had to go through that process, you know.
0: That's interesting. That makes me reflect over my own personal situation. I don't. I don't. Um, I do. not i do i in the same way. Like, I don't. I don't feel a way either way. Like when I see certain things, the only thing when not, cause I still um, am, am connected to the people that I'm talking about, like via social, we still have mutual friends, things like that. And when I see things I get sad again, Mm -hmm. like I'm still in that stage. And like I said, it's been 10 years. Mm -hmm. Like I get sad again. And I think about like what was and what happened. And then the timing of it happening, it was kind of really jacked up because it was around my wedding, which was supposed to be like a happy time. Mm -hmm. And so like when my anniversary come around me and my husband typically end up having a conversation about it because it was kind of like attached to that memory too. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And, um, with you saying what you're saying, it makes me feel like I'm still very much in the grieving process of it, which um, I probably got more work
1: to do there. And, um, and there's no time frame to it either. Right. That's true. I, too. I, I think for me, I would say that it moved quickly. Because I've been intentionally doing this work, you know, mm-hmm. but it, there was someone when I did my be free meetup, the virtual one last year, there was a woman. I think it was a 10 year friendship and she was still grieving some stuff. But if you haven't been taught how to grieve, that it's is OK to grieve. And you're still carrying that pain and you haven't worked through all, all of it. Of course, it's still going to be there. I will say I was sad, too. Like just a few months ago when something happened, I was like I was pissed. I was like, I was angry. I was and I caught my friend and I was like, yo. And so we kind of talked about it and all of that. And then to see fast forward to a few days ago, and something popped up in my feed. And I was like, oh, you you've grown. You've done your work. Um, but it's because I've I've done so much journaling. I went to therapy. Um, I've processed so much that I can be in this place where we good. And I know I grew. Hmm, in this particular situation, I mean two years is not a long time, I would say, but because of the work that I do, I feel like that grieving grieving process went a little bit quicker for me because I do and who but I'm She also to support. just
0: mentioned therapy.
1: Yes, um, yes. because
0: that's something that I, I'm still unpacking parental baggage and yeah. other stuff. And so I haven't even had the chance to really talk about friendships. Mm -hmm. So that's part of what expedites your process too. And that's something that I always like to point out when somebody mentions, you know, how therapy has played a role in their life. That just goes to show that like having somebody to walk that journey with you and to help you unpack those bags and to ask you the hard questions and to feel the hard feelings and to cry the Ooh, the puddles of tears sometimes mm-hmm. that is all part of the process and the work of getting yeah. to now where you are. And I haven't even begun to do like outside of talking to it with like you, um, my husband. I don't know how many other friends I've really talked to about it, except for like the mutual friends in that friend group. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm other than that i just kind of like feel what i feel and then i'm like it's time to get over this and then i move on and that's not really dealing with it or working right, through
1: right, it exactly. that's
0: just telling myself i ain't got time for it or mm-hmm. shut it's it still down lingering or in your
1: heart right it's well, still it, very much there and i remember i asked a friend who also went through a friendship breakup and i'm like well how do you know when you're over it or are you forgiven? And she was like, you're not bothered by things anymore. And so she gave me an example and I'm like, oh, okay. Well, at that point I was very much still bothered by a lot of things. (laughs) And I was like, well, I'm not there yet. But to have this moment the other day and I'm like, this is what she meant. This is exactly what she meant. And I'm just, I'm still in awe. I'm wild. I'm very proud of my growth because I didn't think that it would happen so quickly because my heart was so broken, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And I think what has helped me a lot, like you, I've talked a lot to my husband about it. So he has been a safe space. Um, Other friends have been very um, influential with allowing me to kind of share my heart. And that has helped a lot as well. Um, And then realizing that the season was up and then also I had to ask myself a very hard question one day when I was on my walk and I said, do you want her in your life? And Mm. I was like, "Hmm." and so when the answer was like, no. And so then I was like, well, why? And I kept going, why, why, why? Every time I had a response. And when I got to the root of it, I was like, this season is up because how you showed up in this friendship and how she showed up, this is not going to be healthy for you going forward because I'm a different person now. I am not the same. And so Mm -hmm. I was, you don't even know. And I'm sure the same for her. And so what I did to bring closure to that friendship, and this happened May of last year. um, And I'm gonna tell you how you tie into this. um, I was like, okay, how am I going to handle this? And so I decided to send a text. And I said, you know, I, it was very nice. It was very cordial. It was very respectful. The response that I got, it's okay. We know I don't even need to kind of, but it just, it, it, I will say that it, it was, um, It struck a nerve because I was like, oh, Mm -hmm. you trying to be nice, nasty, but okay. Never responded. And that brought closure to everything. But then I started having all these feelings. I'm like, well... Am I wrong? Should I have done it this way? Like all these things, Mm -hmm. and maybe a few days later, I kid you not, you send me this text, and I saved it in my phone. And you started speaking so highly about how I show up for you as a friend, and I'm telling you, I you don't know how much I needed that text in that moment. And I, if I, I would open it up and read it because I actually saved it in my note. And I I was like, and I remember pre you sending me that, I was in a very emotional state, and when you sent that, I'm like. You know what? You are an amazing friend. You do show up for your friends. This just a situation. It just went in a different way and it is what it is. But that doesn't take away from how you show up in your other friendships. And I don't even know if we've ever had a conversation about this, but I was like, okay, God, it was like God was speaking to you through you to me. And it was exactly what I needed to hear at that time. And it helped me with my healing journey for sure.
0: That's huge. That's huge. Yeah. I'm glad to see you have um, grown past that point uh, because I do remember when it was still very fresh for you and you were were hurt. And I remember just being able to relate to that, um, but also it validated for me that I wasn't crazy with how I was feeling with my own things because I have seen people like part ways and like the person who responded to your inquiry about how to bring closure, that's what ends up happening. But like, you weren't talking about drama or getting back or I'm hurting, so I wanna make somebody else hurt. You were literally talking about like, how do I allow this wound to heal? And wound, when, when I say a wound, like, When I say the word wound and talking about healing, I literally imagine like a cut on my arm or something. Mm -hmm. And the process that it goes through when it closes up and then you see the scab and then when the scab comes off, it's a little discolored and then your complexion starts to come back. Like it's all of these different stages in healing. And if any part of that state, any part of those different stages are disrupted in some way, or like if the scab gets peeled off, Mm -hmm. it can set you back. In the healing process. And so you were really asking like, okay, y'all, I got this scab. I want to get my complexion back. Like, how can I get my complexion back? And yeah. you were asking like, how do
1: I start bleeding again? Right. <laughs> and and but what that told me to Kenya is that that mm-hmm. is a woman who has been hurt. That she is in a space where there's some bitterness there. That if your initial mm-hmm. response to what I'm saying is that Somebody hurt you, and you have not yet healed, your you and your right? you're still carrying and it. This yeah. is the thing, too, and this is what I want all women to hear when it comes to friendships, and you go through a friendship breakup. Don't ever talk ill about another woman. Don't ever speak bad about her name. I don't care what happened because at the end of the day, once y'all were cool, once y'all kicked it, there was a love that you had for one another. And then I don't think it's fair to put out that type of bad energy. So I'm very intentional about the words that come out of my mouth. Anytime I speak about this, I'm never going to speak to the specifics. I will never say her name. There's certain things that I just kind of leave out of it because at the end of the day, it doesn't doesn't matter. matter. And I will acknowledge my thoughts of my codependency. We, that part. And, and then also, we didn't, a lot of things were surface level. And so the reason that I feel like the friendship went the way that it did is because there wasn't healthy communication. So I did not like conflict or confrontation. I didn't like that either. But conflict came up and we didn't know as two adult women how to deal with it. And mm-hmm. so we chose not to talk. So we had one conversation, I believe, but we didn't get into the nitty gritty of all of it. And so because of that, that's why everything went left. But I will always send her love. I, she has a special place in my heart always. And I really want women like now when it comes to friendships, we gonna talk. Listen, I have a, a situation. That was my
0: next question for you. Yeah. So now what are you doing <clears throat> Because you talk about like the intentionality in your friendships and also now like the friendships that you have, you say these are my forever friends. Yes. So when you when you say something like that, that's that's almost like as strong as saying like I do when you get married, because you're saying like I'm in this for the long haul. Mm-hmm. But that's not saying that I think we're gonna skip up the yellow brick road and be happy and healthy and together at all the times. So you talked about like your codependency issues and I'm assuming that you worked on those because you saw that as a problem in that friendship and that was an area of opportunity for growth for you.
1: Yes,
0: So absolutely. that's important too when you are trying to be intentional with your friendships is thinking about what things you need to grow within yourself mm-hmm. in the same way that you would do in a, to prepare for a romantic relationship. Like what things do I need to work on? But then what things would you do differently? <clears throat> excuse me what things would you do differently now with your forever friends? So for instance, like you said, you didn't like conflict. I assume that you understand now that when conflict arises, you have to figure out a way to like sit in it, get comfortable in it and address it, as opposed to either um, minimizing your thoughts and feelings as a, as a way to avoid conflict, or just not addressing something to avoid conflict. Like, what are you doing differently based on the things that
1: you learn from losing uh, a really close friend? Yeah, I'm communicating. I am being vulnerable. Um, I had a situation that happened a couple of weeks ago, and my feelings were hurt. My feelings were hurt. This is a very good friend of mine. And so I sent a text, a very thorough, thought out text. And I said, this is how I feel. Here are some examples of why I feel the way that I feel. Um, And so her response to me, she didn't get back to me for a little bit, but she had some things going on. But the moment that we got on FaceTime and we started talking, she acknowledged what happened and she apologized. Now, owed me, I wouldn't have said anything. I would have just been like, that's messed up. And I would have kept that bottle up inside and kept on moving. Now, no, 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 no. We're going to communicate. This is how you make me feel. Here are the reasons why. And let's have a conversation about it. And when I tell you the conversation was so beautiful and I'm like, this is exactly how I want to handle situations. Because to your point, everything ain't going to be perfect. We are grown women. We all have flaws. Nobody is perfect. But when a situation comes up, we have to be healthy enough that we can address it. And so that is very important to me, that we can communicate. Like I can hear your perspective. You can hear mine. And then we can kind of Come to an agreement, whether we agree or disagree. At least we both were able to voice our concerns, and I wasn't able to do that before. I'm not gonna say I wasn't able. I didn't do it, and mm-hmm. because I didn't do it, that you know that's what led to that friendship breakup. But communication is everything to me. And then another thing that's very important, and everyone that's friends with me knows this: like beef is the end all be all for me. Like there's no B, it is it. No one can ever put me in a position where they they feel like I have to choose them over Be Free Project. That ain't going to happen, period. Mm -hmm. It's just not, um, because this is my purpose-driven work. And another thing that's very important to me when it comes to friendship is that I need women in my life that are emotionally and mentally healthy. And that means... They are doing their work because now if you are in an emotional healthy space, when we do have friction, when we do have conflict, we can have a conversation. But if you are in this negative mindset and you have all this other drama going on, you're not even going to see me, nor will you hear me and even respect me enough for us to have a conversation. So there's certain Mm -hmm. things in this list that I have that it's the foundation of everything to me. Like this has to be. how you show up for me and not, I want to point this out. This list that I created, it's not only what I want for my friends, but it's how I'm going to show up for you. So it's a mutual thing, you know? Um, And then I think one other thing that's important is that um, my friends have to match my energy or if not, or their energy has to be higher. So right now, when I think about everyone that is in my life, they are vibrating very high. Like they have, Mm -hmm. you know, they can come to the friendship with, something that they can offer and I can do the same. And it just makes for such a healthy relationship.
0: And when you say that it has to match your energy, I want to kind of clarify that a little bit because it could be saying it it can be interpreted to mean like that you're saying there are people beneath you or something mm-hmm. like that. And that's not really no. what you're saying. What you're saying is for you, you have defined your boundaries. You yes. have defined what you needed. You have defined how you want to show up and how you will show up. And you're expecting those things or more in return. Yes. And also holding space for what may be on their list that you didn't already put on the list as to how you're showing up. Because you did when you sent out the text message. It was so funny. Um, You sent out the message and was like, this is what I have made as my list in terms of what I need in mm-hmm. a friend. And do you think that this is something that, you know, you're in a space to, to provide? And I don't say that like in a, I don't take lightly to asking you that. And in turn, these are the things that I am willing to do yes. and how I am willing to show up for you as a friend. But if you need something else, I want you to tell me. So yeah. you didn't just say, What do you need from me as a friend? Like you were so crystal clear. It was a long list. (laughs) It was a a bulleted list. And I was was. like, girl, go ahead, get what you want. Get what you want. Like I just loved that because you know, you can't just expect, you know, it to just drop in your lap if you never. Determined what you want and what you get will never feel good if you don't define it first, you know what I mean? Like you might only get partially what you want and you're like, well, this ain't it. This ain't
1: mm. what I thought it would be, cause you didn't think about what it would yeah. be. <laughs> and I asked you, I said, if there's something that you want to add, and only one person had one thing that she would add. And I'm like, oh yeah, I can see that. Um, but other than that, everyone was pretty cool. Like, nope, this. And you, you could say, Siobhan, I cannot show up for you this way. You can look at that bulleted list and like, this some BS. Nah, girl, I'm good. <laughs> but not one person, um you know, had anything to say, or maybe some of the people that I did send out the list, they just naturally faded away. And that's okay. There's nothing that's that okay needs too. to be You know, and so back to your question about matching my energy, you know this. My light is very bright. The mm-hmm. the my energy is contagious. I operate very high, right? I can. And in a space not- of, let me specify this. You mm-hmm.
0: operate very high in a place of positivity. Yes. So exactly. when you are talking about having a bright light, you are not saying, again, I'm better than someone yeah. or I'm doing work that on a higher level than someone else. But you are intentionally positive. And so yes. when you are talking about energy, You want to make sure that you're not the only positive energy coming into the relationship to where their negative energy is draining what you're bringing to the table. And that is what you mean by matching energy. Like not to say you can't have bad days, not to say you can't complain to me as a friend or whatever else. But because you are in a healthy space, you also recognize that you can't stay in that space. And you bringing your negativity to me is opening up. Me to either challenge you to figure out how to be positive or to help you figure out how to be positive, but just that accountability piece of not being able to stay there because that's not
1: what we're doing. Absolutely that's not. Yeah, because I'm so positive, <clears throat> it's not that I think that I'm better than you, but I am naturally an optimistic, positive person. And I don't have space for negative energy because of how high that I'm vibrating. And so there I don't have any negative energy in my life at all. Like every single person, they add some type of value because I've weeded out a lot of people or enough people, I should say. And to your point, you can have a bad day. I have them. I have bad moments. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is that there can't be this constant ongoing draining energy and you're not trying to be better. There's a difference mm-hmm. when people just stay mediocre and stagnant and not do anything. But then there's other people that's like, I'm trying to get out of this and I'm going to be with you. But the moment that I feel like you're draining me or you're pulling me down, we're not going to be in a, um, there's not going to be any harmony there. And I, I can't stay around people like that, you know?
0: Well, and let's just clarify that that is because when you allow somebody to like when you operate in a a higher vibration or higher frequency in terms of positivity Mm -hmm. and you allow somebody in your space on a continuous basis who has that negative energy and then they've gotten complacent in it, like they're not even trying to um, adjust or bring it up or whatever. What ends up happening in that situation is the high vibrating person eventually just comes down too. And so you have clearly defined a boundary oh, yeah. that is necessary for you to stay in a place of positivity and that's important not only because that's what you desire for yourself personally, which not minimizing that at all, that is a big deal, but that's also important, hugely important for you because of the type of work that you do and the way that you touch other people's lives that you can't let somebody bring your energy down because it's not just impacting you anymore. You've been charged with a responsibility of helping pull other people up and like it affects more than just your personal space like this is bigger than just you at that point. Yeah. And so um I really just wanted to kind of add that on because that's important to know like you have to think about um what what does your world look like too? Not just what you want for yourself personally, but is this going to impact like how you provide for yourself or how you show up for your family or um your own personal self-worth, self-love, all of those types of things. And if you feel that it does or will somebody else's energy, then you have every right to just say, I can't allow this in my space. And I'm not sending any negative energy away. I'm going to keep sending you positive energy. Mm-hmm. But what I am going to do is kind of put up my force field around me. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and you're not so going to be as close to me. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. And I think that that's, that's important to, you know, because so so many times we will self-sacrifice because, well, for a multitude of reasons. It could be because it's what you were taught. It's what you think you're supposed to do. It's, you know, whatever else. And with positivity negativity when you're talking about that like it's the same thing that you talk about in terms of like that pouring from an empty cup statement mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. when somebody is draining all of your energy you have nothing left to give mm-hmm. and you origin- or um eventually reach a point of being depleted
1: and I've been there
0: yeah mm-hmm. it's a lot of people who are operating there because they think it to be selfish to define And actually work for and expect what they need or want. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And particularly in friendships and keeping toxic people around because, you know, I don't want them to think that um, I think I'm better than them or, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever else. And it doesn't have to be any of those things, but it's really taking inventory of what you need and then going after that. And the people who the people who get it and are supposed to be along for the journey, they will be along for the journey. And then some people will, like you said, they'll just kind of trickle off and it's Mm -hmm. nothing bad. It's no, you know, bad experience. It's no drama or anything associated with it. It's just, we're in different places. And so we're kind of going to, you know, spray away, ways, go different, different paths or whatever. And I think we have to, Oh, I'm sorry. I was just saying, I just think that's that people need to realize that that is
1: okay to do for yes. yourself. Yeah. And accept that you're going to outgrow people. Everybody cannot go stay. And I know, on I remember ride. I would say that all the time. But then when it happened in my own life, I'm like, whoa, wait. Uh, I didn't know that this was about to happen. This is okay. This person is not going. What does this look like? What does this feel like? And I'm so grateful that, you know, the French, I was, we did release that friendship because it opened me up to a whole new way of thinking about friendship. And then also the women that I've attracted in my life, like they're teaching me something that I didn't see before. Like I, my friends, I will say that they showed up for me, but this is different. And I don't know if it's different Mm -hmm. because I'm an adult like I'm more wiser now. I guess the older you get, like I'm 41, so I don't know. Like maybe just the wisdom, but it's just a different space. And I will say that um, every friend now they feel like home to me. Like, and I know you can get this because you you love doing all things home stuff, so, you know. Yeah, but like okay. when you when you come home after a long day, and it's just like there's so much comfort there. It's that space where you can just be your most authentic self. That is what I feel like every friendship that I have and this space that I've been in. I wasn't always showing up as Siobhan because I would play small and hold parts of myself back or I didn't think I was good enough for whatever reason or smart enough for all these other things it's like now no I know I'm the shit like I am I know it <laughs> I say high five I, and you friend. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know it I feel it I will tell my friends periodically I will just text that and they will affirm it right back to
0: you and me. they will send it right back to you they out. send it right yes. back
1: they say yes you are <laughs> yes, yes you are yes you are
0: but and instead of, who do
1: you think you are? None of that one right. person has ever said that. But that's how I know that every relationship that I'm in, I'm meant to be there. And then what has been happening with a new group of friends is that, we all affirm each other. So every day there's a text message speaking life over what our dreams are. And it's like, oh, well, shoot, if this is what you're speaking to me, I guess I better show up and be this way, right? Because not mm-hmm. only do I believe in myself, but I have a circle of women like yourself that believe in me too. So now it's just like this ongoing positive energy that's constantly flowing. So going back to the other point, no, I cannot have anybody around me that is negative. And you ain't, what you about to get from me? So I protect right. my energy my time my at, ministry, all costs. at all costs everybody can't spend time with me not everybody no you and know, you are very true. protective
0: of your time yeah. um that's one of the things that you started organizing too and this is something that um as a friend those of us that are your friend had to understand because like i can text you and you might not text me right back
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but
0: i don't take it personal Because I know that's how you operate. And it's like she has dedicated time to something else right now Mm -hmm. because she's trying to be present for something else or she's decided that she's given this time to something else. Mm -hmm. But you always... you know, circle back around. And if you don't, I remember we had this happen recently. I sent you something oh, and yes. then um, you didn't respond. And then it was some while, uh, like a week or two later and I had sent you something else. And you're like, girl, I just looked at this message. I did not respond to that. I am yes. so sorry. Blow and that's up. rare.
1: That is and rare. And I didn't even
0: happened. feel... It didn't feel away. I didn't anything. I was just like, she probably in a season. She launching something. She doing something. I was going to Florida.
1: I was getting ready to go out of town. Yes. <laughs> yep, so was- But
0: see, that's that's just something where some people might have been like, oh, why is she acting funny? Or the next message you might have got would have been like, why you ain't responding to my message? Or, mm-hmm. you know, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. I didn't take it personal. I was like, oh, I got some stuff going on. And I yeah. talked to her. And I and knew you were, we're all mean. right.
1: Yeah. yeah, and when you got me, though, you had me, and I'm all in. So if we texted, we voiced, we fit. You have me, but right. obviously, to your point, there was something going on that I wasn't as responsive um, because there was, you know, I was getting ready for this trip and all these other things or whatever. Um, and I think I was launching, I was relaunching the Be Free Inner Circle with all this stuff. So yes, yeah, yep, <laughs> you're I know how you great. did. Yeah, yes. when
0: you are focused, you are focused, and that's mm-hmm. that's part of your growth process and what you do for your business and mm-hmm. how you take care of your family and all of those mm-hmm. things. And that's so true. your friends have to understand that. I loved what you said when you said that your friendships feel like home Yes, and I never thought about that. That is something that I'm going to sit with after this, but let me tell you why, because um, you you mentioned this too, about how I love doing home stuff and I'm funny about my home and all of that. And early on in our relationship, because me and my husband moved in together before we were married and that was one of the things, too, when we first moved in together. He had like left and came back our first place. We were still in like a little two bedroom apartment. He left and came back in Shema. When I tell you, like, I had everything pretty much unpacked, put where sure it did. needed to be. There was potpourri and incense <laughs> and whatever mm-hmm. else. And he, he walked out and walked back in. <laughs> like, Hold, a on. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> Hold on. And, um, to him, I had to explain to him, like, home is so, so important to me. And this, I don't take lightly that we share this space. Mm-hmm. And it is supposed to be like your soft space to land. Yes. When you close the door, you are not entering a new set of stress, worry, and oh my God, I got to sit in the car when I get home because I hate it here. Like you are literally ready to get out the car and come in because you're ready to close that door to everything else. Now, that's not to say because we're dealing with bills and kids and uh, all of that stuff too. But at the core of it, does it feel good here? And so when you say that friendship, your friendships feel like home, that is, I, I want people to understand and again, visualize in the same way that I said about the cut on the arm. Mm-hmm. When you say that friendships feel like home, that means you showing up as your true self, you comfortable. Yes. You um are not like feeling like you have to be one way or another. Mm-hmm. You feel um, all safe. of the things you say. feel safe. Safe, yeah. vulnerable. Yes. You feel... Uh, I say comfortable again, like comfortable is huge. Yes. Comfortable is a luxury that some
1: people just don't have. Yeah. And there's so many women in friendships where they cannot be themselves, Mm -hmm. that their friend will quickly judge or criticize them for X, Y, and Z. And so Mm -hmm. when I say home, I truly mean that. Like there's nothing that I can share with anyone that I wouldn't feel safe to share. Like, yes, you have your friends that you share certain things with, but every single woman that's in my phone that I call friend, I trust her enough with something that I can share, whether it's vulnerable or that we're celebrating a win. And I know that it will be a positive response for me. And Mm -hmm. that home feeling like it's like no other. And so there was this book I read called Belong. um, And one of the questions in the book said, did you thoughtfully choose your friends or did you fall into them? And so when I, yeah. So when I read that question, I was like, Oh, wait. All of my friendships, mostly I fell into them based on church, based on high school, based on we worked together. Like there was something that proximity that brought us together. Mm -hmm. Right. And so that caused me to reflect on all of my relationships. And I'm like every friendship going forward, I'm consciously choosing them like they will they will fit this list that I have. Right. And I want them to be here. And when they get here, they need to feel like home. They need to be a safe space where I can just retreat and just be. And I mean, because I've done my work, that's what I have.
0: You know, I remember when you were going through and doing all this work and we're going to wrap up here in a minute. I remember not only did you, when you talk about people kind of falling off or like, you know, just, there's some friendships that had to come to an end or whatever else. And you just said something, you were like, everybody that I have in my phone, you aren't saying that metaphorically because (laughs) when you started going through and doing this work. You also said, I'm cleaning out my friend list. I did. And yeah, you did a purge. I remember that. I was like, (laughs) dang, that's huge. Cause you know, we don't keep people in our phones. Like that's that. You know, like, you know, and, and you and I both are very far removed from this, but I remember like in dating and you break up with somebody and I remember that's how I knew I was done was at the mm-hmm. point in time that I was ready to delete them out of my phone. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so when you talk about doing that in your friendships, I'm like, oh, she for real, for real. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I yeah. went through my phone and I'm I scrolled done. through and
1: I'm like, oh, I ain't about in month's. Do I do I want to talk to them? Do we? And I went through and cleaned it all out. And and this is the thing because someone was asking me like, "Well, what you gonna do when one of those people text you or call you?" I'm like, "Well, I don't know. I'll handle it when it comes." And it happened. Someone texted me, and I did not know who it was. To this day, I still do not. But what they shared, they had, saw something online, and they just want to know to celebrate me. And I'm like, "Oh, thank you." And we kept it pushing. And that was it. And that was it. And I haven't heard from that person again. Um, but, yeah, I went through my phone because I'm very protective of my energy again and my time. And I take friendship very seriously. And so if I look at my phone and you're texting me or you're calling me and I'm like, oh, do I don't feel like I did with her today. Or mm-hmm. I get some instant feeling that person out. <laughs> and I get some type of instant feeling or something that's just not in alignment with what I want. Why am I holding on to this relationship? Why am I holding on? Why am I putting myself in a position that I feel like this when you reach out to me? There's something there. And... I have to handle it. I can't expect you to do anything. And so, yeah, I deleted a whole lot of people from my phone. And so far, yeah. so good. And so when I say that I don't have any negative energy around me, it's because and I'm going to keep saying I've done my work. And that work in this particular situation was coming up with that list of everything that I needed in a friend, texting that list to the people who needed it, um, and then also cleaning out my phone to make sure that I didn't have any residue of people that I didn't want there. you
0: know? It, I think that takes... Um the concept of getting rid of baggage to oh, yeah. a whole nother level because <laughs>
1: yes. you
0: if you think about the way that we hoard things mm-hmm. you know and i I have done that like with my Facebook friends for instance I'll go through and I'll be like I don't even know how me and this person are connected or they haven't commented on nothing or I don't even see this person come up in my feed anymore um and I didn't miss them I'll go through and kind of do a purge because again like that's it's the internet. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like I share there about my kids, my family, my home mm-hmm. or whatever else. So if I'm like questionable about how we are connected, then it's time to just go ahead and disconnect. Mm-hmm. I hadn't thought about that in terms of of the contacts list. And mm-hmm. when I tell you I have so many contacts on my phone and I recognize that one day I was going to look for um, one of my kids, friends, mom's phone number. And I always store like the person by their name because I hate being identified like Rashad's mom or Tanaya's oh, mom. Yeah, oh, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. I am Takenya. Yes, yeah, I'm, I'm a whole person. But... <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> so I don't like to store people that way. I store them by their name and then um, typically in the company field because that'll show up like yes, if call yeah. me, I'll put so-and-so's mom or whatever mm-hmm. and it'll mm-hmm. also show up if I search Mm-hmm. And so I was looking for somebody in my phone and I was going through and I'm seeing like all of these random people. I'm like, who oh, <laughs> is this? And I said that I was like, I need to go through and clean out my contacts. But that's a whole nother level of baggage to release. You know, this I mean?
1: energy, it is energy it's that energy. you're holding on to like everything has energy. That's, That's what true. it is. Not true.
0: And you I, about I, to have me over here purging. And let me listen. tell you some I got some time to myself
1: this weekend, too. Yeah, You might get
0: a text from me on Monday. I'm just telling you. <laughs> I will take it. I
1: will, be, I will welcome it with open arms. But I think, you know, and even with Facebook, like, I got off of Facebook. So I'm no longer on there. Um, because I just felt like, to your point, when I was starting Be Free Project, I was accepting everybody and named Mama as my friend just to build that page. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm on, this person, what I said, no, 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 no. Um, I so I don't go only thing I'm on is Instagram, and that is it. I just have no interest in Facebook whatsoever. Um, because it's just like I don't even know the people, and I don't want to let you into that part of my life, you know? So, right, yeah, right,
0: yeah. I think that that's um, that's something again that you have to be told, or that some people have to be told that you are allowed to say that, like, yeah. I don't want to let you into this part of my life because every part is not open for publications, so to speak, like it's not here for your entertainment or whatever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I want to kind of wrap up. I want to see if you have any final thoughts, but I do also want to mention because in addition to um, the Be Free Inner Circle, you do have like some different downloadable things and things like that on Be Free Project. Um, You also have uh, like your free your mind journal, which you released Mm -hmm. a few years back, but it's Mm -hmm. still very, very relevant today. It's like one of those timeless things. Um, The affirmation cards um, and then the motherless child guidebook, which was one of your uh, most recent pieces of work. And that was like a huge, huge, huge. I remember that. That's stage two. And there's a whole story yes. there, too. So I want to make sure that I share those things, because if you are a person who has um, mother wounds or, you know, have suffered some type of trauma in your mother child relationship or um, who else do you would you say that that is for? Who who else does that benefit? Yeah. Because that and was so- a very intentional work
1: that you yeah. did there. And I'm so glad you brought that up because it's that time again where I'm like, oh, it's April. It's time to start. Because I only talk about it one time a year um, because it's not something that it's not, you know, it's not fun to talk about. Uh, But the Motherless Child Guidebook, A Sacred Space for Healing Your Mother Wounds. I didn't know when I created it that I was creating it for myself um, to go to this next level of healing. And as I was creating it, I'm like, oh. Okay, this is what I well I was creating it for others, but not realizing that I was going to heal in the process of creating. And it is a guidebook. I I want to say it's like fifty pages or more. But there's videos, all kinds of resources that go along with it, specifically for women who have an unhealthy relationship with their mother and they don't know where to start. And you could be in therapy doing your work around your mother wounds, and it will be a complimentary piece of work to help you with that. It is definitely life-changing. I will say Um, women all over the world have invested in it. Um, It is very close to my heart. Um, And I will say because of the work that I've done around mother wounds, the relationship with my mother has shifted so much so Mm -hmm. that in March of last year is when I had this aha moment, this epiphany, if you will, that the next time that I saw her, I would hug her and tell her that I love her. Now, I didn't know how that was going to unfold. That was just in my spirit after attending this conference. Fast forward to October is when the situation arose and I did exactly what I said I was going to do. And so even with that, it healed something more in me. I believe it changed something in her yet but I'm going to believe and so much so that even on my birthday this year um she caught me and wished me happy birthday and that hasn't happened in I don't know how long and so that guidebook in addition that has to feel there, good too I I don't know if I've even processed it yet to be honest with you my birthday was a couple of weeks ago and I don't even mm-hmm. know if I really processed that um I don't know yet because I'm like yo like I have changed the trajectory of my life. Like I broke a generational curse. Um, yeah, I, I don't know yet what this feels like. This is new and the, the thi- this is a thing. And I really, I guess since we're talking about this a little bit, I. It's not that the person has to change it's you have to change and then Mm -hmm. everything will like show up for you. So the universe will align things for you, but you have to do your work. And so because I was so intentional about that part of my life, in addition to all the things that we talked about today, it shifted something in the atmosphere for her to even be open enough to give me a call. And so, I mean, I'm. I don't know. I'll journal about that and figure out what comes up. But I'm just like, (laughs) whoa, like that is just mind blowing to me. So all that to say, if you have an unhealthy relationship with your mother, it is an an amazing tool that will help you on your healing journey. Cool. I wanted to to make sure that we talked about that because I remember when you were...
0: um... I will say birthing that Ooh, yeah, uh, because that was a labor of love. That wasn't just like this um, trendy thing that you yeah. hopped on a bandwagon for. Like that was a true labor of love for you. And I remember that. Yeah. Um, so any final words, anything that you want to share around friendship that we didn't Touch on. I think we covered a whole whole lot. <laughs> we did, we if we didn't did. get anything out of this, then I I don't know. You are just not ready for friendship. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, this <laughs> no, is amazing. I, I say
0: that, but yeah, I love having this conversation.
1: I would say the one thing, so I, there is a free resource, and I mentioned it earlier on my website that I actually just created maybe about a month ago called the How to Guide to Finding Your Forever Friends. And so when we talked about that list a lot, so I share some examples of what's on my list, and then there's a whole page for you to create your own. um but it's a probably eleven pages of what it looks like to have the most amazing friendships in your life and then how do you go about creating those. and so, there's a free, you'll get the link and, you know, share it with them. And I think that that will be a great um, resource after listening to this episode. Like that will be the next step, I would say.
0: Cool. I will make sure that I share that because I agree. Um, I have watched you do that work. I have seen the benefits. I've been a part of the benefits. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I know that it's not just something to talk about. It is really, really, really something that you do. And it is something that has been life changing for you and for so many other people. So Mm -hmm. I am so happy to have had this time with you today. Anytime Mm -hmm. for us to get a chance to chit chat because it's been a little while. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, And um, I just want to thank you for being on today. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. Yes. All right, guys. So if you want to um, connect with Siobhan, I will have all of her information in the show notes. And you can reach out to her, purchase her products, do what you need to do to get your own personal friends and healing life Mm -hmm. together. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Transparency and Truth. This was so good. Uh, I really enjoyed talking with Siobhan from the Be Free Project and I hope you enjoyed hearing from her as much as I did. Uh, All of her information to find and stay in touch with her will be in the show notes for today, as well as links to some of the products and services that she referenced in our conversation if you'd like to join in the conversation check out the join the conversation link also found in the show notes for today there you can share what you loved most about the show and or answer one of the following questions do you struggle to make friends as an adult or what is your greatest challenge with adult friendships want to stay in touch feel free to follow me over on Instagram at Takenya Brown Hampton or Twitter at Takenya Hampton. Be sure to tune in to next week's show and until then, continue to grow for it, friends.